Hello again, Pastor Deborah here of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministries. And we are in class. I just came from the T&W flea market today for its Saturday. Great time, got some new partners, taught some people about getting on social media, gave some wonderful gifts away so people could make some profit. And in return, I get some free children's books. It's wonderful. This is the King's International Spiritual Care University. And we are in the basic classes. This section is called Basic Spiritual Care. Ancient history. Now remember, Pastor Deborah was coming out of mental health counseling, learning how to help people in a completely different realm, with different language, with different concepts and beliefs, having to learn about an ancient kingdom, which we talked about on the last one, Excuse me. Yes? Uh, what? They're coming in? Okay. They're just, excuse me. Uh, I have a lot of people from the Middle East and from China, mainly in China, especially some of the government officials are coming in. Something is happening over there both in the Middle East and in this land called China. So they're coming in and while they're getting seated, because as you know, I webcam myself biologically in my living room in Pensacola, Florida. But spiritually, we're in the garden. And it is a place that's open to every spiritual creature seeking truth and knowledge and they're being drawn by something called agape love. Today's class is called BASIC. It's video number three in the second part of BASICs called Ancient History. And it's called Ancient Light. Huh? Everybody get your notebooks out, get your tablets, get your pencils. Everybody seated? Okay. Ancient light. I had to learn. When I went from the mental health world, I knew that terminology. I knew that language. I knew what the words meant. I knew what they described. I understood the hospital setting, the insurance companies. But this new stuff was all new language called light. I didn't know the words. I was seeing things I had never seen and I had to interpret them with the eyes of my spirit now, not the eyes of my flesh. So I began studying ancient light, words and truth that I had not known anything about. We'll start off, we'll go through the alphabet. That's pretty easy. The first word, anointing. I heard it. Didn't know what it meant. I heard about anointed ones. 
I read some stories about ancient kings having some kind of oil, ugh, olive oil probably, and some other incense poured over their heads. We see this in the movie with King David. Pour oil running down. And they said he was anointed. Well, is that what it meant? Some kind of oil that I was to have poured over my head? I didn't know. So I had to go study. I had to read books. I had to learn that I was anointed. Didn't know what that meant either. And these spiritual things that I had discovered in a strong man's book didn't like this anointing that was on my life. I didn't know what it was. News to me. Can't see it. Nobody poured oil over my head. No pastor really laid hands on me and called me into the ministry. Didn't even know what that meant. But I started with the A, anointing. I went and read books. And what I learned, it is something spiritual that is rubbed on you, poured on you, put on your spirit. That is given to you. It's a powerful, powerful irritant to the other side. But it's also full of power and majesty, light and glory. Yeah, that still didn't make a lot of sense, but I began studying that word of light, anointing. The next word I had to learn about was called bonding. Bondage, excuse me. Long day at the flea market. And binding. Bondage was something this human spirit had come in. He was in bondage to something, to someone not free. I had to learn what binding was, tying up spiritual things, words, stuff, with fetters and chains. Hmm. Never heard about that in mental health counseling. Another word of light, word of truth, calling. What does that mean to be called into this work? Did somebody say, hey, Pastor Deborah, you're called to do this. Never heard it. What does that mean? That flipped into a word called purpose. Destiny. Light. Light was coming in to my spirit, and it was transferring those words and knowledge and definitions, concepts and new beliefs into my soul and my soul was getting renewed now there was great light in my soul and that light was called darkness which meant ignorance of light a lot of us have a lot of light in our soul and our spirits at first it's called darkness it means you're ignorant of the real ancient light, the real truth that we lost. So you have to study words. I got to look up in the Strong's Concordance, the Hebrew. What does it mean in Hebrew, Aramaic? Sometimes I got to go back to the Egyptians and further back. I'm trying to learn some new words. 
definitions, concepts, ideas, beliefs that I can spiritually transfer, shine into my soul, and push out that light called darkness. I had to get ancient light, truth, into my spirit. I had to study the word death. I had to look at what it meant spiritually versus physically. I had to learn that all humanity is born into spiritual death. They are spiritually separated, disconnected, spiritually dead to this light because they are not yet returned and reborn back into this kingdom and family. So they have a light. Satanist has light. Witches have light. They have understanding and concepts. But it's not the ancient light. But the light they do have, it is ancient light called darkness. Now you think you try to tell that to a smart person. That what you think is real and truth, it's just ignorance. That is what's happened to Neo in the Matrix. He believed ancient truths that he thought were real, being going back to his brain, telling him who he was, what his job was, how he was to respond in the world. And when he got unplugged by taking a red pill and applying the pill of freedom and having helpers in his life, Morpheus and Trinity and other people, Neo came to the conclusion, even after talking to this oracle, going back in that system, that he believed was real, that that light was truth. And he learned that darkness, that light, that system that you have learned from your birth, Trinity tells him, cannot tell you who you really are. It is something you must discover for yourself. So Neo gets led to a door and Morpheus says, sweetie, I brought you to the door, to the new light, but you must want to open that door yourself. You must reach for that doorknob. You must open the door and willingly walk in. I'll follow you. I've showed you the door, but your heart must go first. Then he gets in the room and he runs into a little girl with a spoon. And he sits down and he's watching her bend the spoon. And the little girl tells him he's in the matrix now. Ancient light, an ancient truth. The spoon that you're looking at is not real. So you can't bend it. You can't do it with your physical. But what has to bend is your thoughts, your mind. When those bend and believe something different that I can bend the spoon here in the matrix and the spiritual realm, which has different laws and rules of governance, but it's still a controlling system, then the spoon bends. So I'm sitting here studying ancient light.
I'm watching the Neo movies, writing down every single word. I'm discovering that there's a purpose for my life spiritually. I'm looking up words in dictionaries. I'm going and reading the ancient text, looking them up in the concordance. I had to study death. I had to know what, what did that mean. Is there a physical death? Yes, the physical body does. Is there a death of a soul? Yes. Is there a death of the spirit? Yes. We were all born dead to this light. And we have to be fixed, sort of like Neo, unplugged from that darkness. Then have people in your life that love you, that will speak truth to you. And you won't believe it. You'll be like Neo. You'll puke. And you'll have a lot of fear and unbelief and doubt. Because your mind is still connected to the darkness. It's hard to imagine that what you think is real is not. And that there's another world. You think, talk about these people, talk about this deep state, this shadowy world. They don't understand what's behind that. You talk about a deep state, a shadowy world behind these people. You're in the spirit realm. This is everything you see in politics. You see in government. Everything you see out here is like Neo. It's contrived. It's lies. It's reasoning. It's, it has some truth to it. But the real world. Then I had to learn another word. Error. What is spiritual error? Didn't know. I had to learn to listen to pastors whether they're speaking the truth or not. Were they lying to me? That was another word. What is spiritual lying? What's error? Then I had to learn a word called glory. What in the world did that mean? I'm down here. Where is glory? I'd see movies in this white transfiguration of this Jesus. Well, I never saw a human being do that. My eyes didn't see in the spirit realm that well yet. I could hear whenever he opened them. What was this glory? This light? This king? I didn't know. I'd go buy books and read and study. And I had to study the word called heaviness and haughtiness and holiness. These are all unfamiliar. Never heard of them. Maybe heaviness in mental health. Never heard about holiness in mental health. Or haughtiness, which means pride. We don't talk about pride in mental health counseling. I had to study about infirmities. It means sickness. Well, where? what realm is that of? I had to learn to hear what uh, this young rabbi and what the word was telling me about infirmities and sickness. Was it of this spiritual realm? Is that why people were sick? Because the spirit was sick? Why was the soul sick? Why were the hearts bad? Why was the physical body sick? I didn't know. I knew there was a little connection between physical body and emotions. Now i got to throw in the spiritual. A lot to learn. J. 
I had to learn about jealousy. What was that? That came from this dude named Lucifer. When you see jealousy among people, that's his nature. And they're envious and jealous. Ooh, that is not pretty. Yes, and a lot of you are there. Then I had to learn this word called kindness. Goodness. And mercy, and compassion. Never heard all that stuff in mental health. Didn't know what I had to do with my spirit and my soul yet. Had no idea. But I looked up the words, read the scriptures, went and listened to pastors preaching on it, went to Bible studies who were teaching on it. I had to learn about the lying spirit. What are lies? They're dark light. Are they on purpose? Some. There is something called spiritually the father of lies. He's the source. When somebody lies, you can look at him and go, uh-huh, I know your source. I know the light you have. I know where you get it because there is a father of lies. And its name is Satan, the adversary of God. And that is all you know, and you are under him. You're speaking for him. You're an ambassador for him. You're a politician for him, and you lying. And he is your source. Well, what's the purpose of lies? Trick you, deceive you, con you, hide things from you? Yep. Because if you ever get ancient light, truth, and it comes into your spirit, there will be a war in here between your soul and your spirit. Whose word are we going to believe? Whose light are we going to allow come in? Sometimes you see it even in the weather when we have cold fronts, we have uh, highs, and they battle. And where they hit, you have tornadoes and storms. There's a battle inside of each one of us in our spirit, soul, and body. For what light? What words, what truth is going to rule us? Are we going to have words of darkness inside of us? Are we going to be a liar? Are we going to have jealousy? Or is the father of the source of lies ruling us? Is this new spiritual light, this ancient light of the kingdom of heaven, how does it come into us? Many different ways, movies, books, preaching, aha moments, dreams. We hear a testimony or somebody's story about how their life was changed. We watch a movie. There are a lot of great stuff, books, audio books called The Multitudes. Because when you're not seeking yet, we can't give you the truth. Because if I put the truth and told you, and you're not ready for it. I will be raping you and forcing a light on you. I will hurt and blind your eyes because you're not ready. If you watch the Neo movie, he comes out and they put him in the Nebuchadnezzar. He asks Morpheus, why do my eyes hurt? 
He says, Neil, you've never used your eyes. You've never looked. You've never seen the real. You've been living in a dream world. When ancient light comes in, it has to come in slowly because it will blind you. Then your heart will hurt because you'll start finding out that you believed lies and you have this darkness in you. And then the war goes on, like Neo. You can't believe that you have lived your whole life believing lies, hooked up to some kind of worldly matrix, and that you know nothing about your real self. You know nothing about the real world. You know nothing of the world behind the world. You don't know what's going on. You believe something about yourself that's ancient darkness. But you have no light, no truth. You have a lot of fear up here. A lot of ancient dark concepts and thoughts, beliefs. You have a lot of unbelief in this new light. You have a lot of doubt. Morpheus says, jump off this building, jump to the other building. What? He says, you got to free your mind. And Neo tried it and he fell. But Morpheus said, look, I'm trying to free this. This is stuck. It's still believing what the matrix told you, the darkness, the lies. That system told you that's not who you are. And I, can't, I can tell you, but you've got to discover it. And there'll be many people in your life. He had an oracle. He had Morpheus. He had Trinity. He went back into the matrix. He learned that everybody still plugged up to the ancient light, the darkness of the matrix, was his enemy. But yet you're trying to free them. But they are so dependent on that darkness, that light, that matrix system. They'll kill you. They'll fight you. We see it in politics. We see it in all the world's governments. We see people wanting good governments and good leaders. And you see them, they're trying to fight. But the leaders of the government are so plugged in until we can get some ancient light to them. And we can reconnect them back out of the darkness. Now unplug them from that system like Neil was. And then you got to have loving people around you. Because they're going to challenge everything you believe, every concept, understanding, everything about the world, everything about yourself, everything about government. I had one guy who's a big, big king of a country. He had done some bad things. And he came to me in the spirit. He just cried. He needed some kind of forgiveness so that would go. The guilt was on him so bad. And he needed to be forgiven of it. And he needed that darkness and what that fear and all that to be gone. And I took care of it. Now his heart is happy. It's as if it never happened to his spirit. The spirit knows when it's doing wrong, but it can't do anything else. It needs help. 
An ancient light will come in through people, through movies, through books, through conferences, through workshops, through sermons, through a cashier at Walmart. Somebody will say, have a blessed day. That's a word of light. Okay, we're trying to dispel the darkness, the ignorance, the lies that are there, just like Neo. Go back and watch the movies again, the trilogies. Go slow in the first one. It's very difficult. Then I had to understand it. Uh, other words. I had to understand what oppression meant. You'll find it all throughout the Bible, the old oppression. What is that? It's when the spirit is being crushed and oppressed, pushed on and held down. It's not free. You see it now when you look a lot in some governments and the people are rioting. Some people are trying to fight back against oppression. Some people are fighting to oppress. It means back down. Shut your mouth. Be quiet. Don't say anything. And the spirit gets in it because the soul lives by ancient light called darkness. And everything spiritual to the soul is foolishness because he gets his things from the five senses and the age of reasoning and what he can see under the microscope. And that subconscious part of us lives in darkness. And he don't like the light. It hurts him and he don't want nothing to do with it. So then what happens, I got to study this word called perverseness. What's that? What does perverse mean? Somebody's perverse. It means something was, we'll say, straight. And if you take it and twist it, and you make it uh, crooked, it's perverse. It's not in its normal state. Some people might call it wicked, evil, it's perverse. It's doing an act or a behavior that's not normal. It's perverted it somehow, or the words or something like that. So I had to understand that. I had to understand the word seducing spirits. What did that mean? In this new, what did that light mean? Seducing. Have you ever been somewhere and you just feel compelled to do something? Or you kind of know you shouldn't, but you just feel like you can't help it? Or you just look at the opposite sex or the same sex or something and you just fall in love. You feel like, oh, I can't live without them. You feel like I'm drawn to bingo. I'm drawn to the lottery. Can't help it. That's seducing. A lot of people in human trafficking, the sex industry, the gentleman's club, they seduce the men through the lust of the eyes by the body. Okay, what do we want? We want your money. We're going to seduce you. We'll give you something. So seducing spirit. What does the word spirit mean? I had to understand that. Okay. T treasures what does that mean how could an ancient light be a treasure 
And there were treasures laid up for me. And certain things were considered treasures. What was that? So I had to study. Oops, excuse me. I had to study the word water, living water. Is there any other kind of water? I had to study what that meant in the spirit. So my learning how to help people from a spiritual point, I had to study words, light. I had to know the difference between darkness, ignorance, to the true ancient light of this kingdom of heaven. What perverted it? Where was this darkness coming from? What produced this dark light? How is this related to Satan's kingdom called darkness? How did that relate to the world? Just world events, people, child abuse, trafficking, substance abuse. How did ancient light fit in there? How did somebody's words determine a blessing or a curse? What in the world were curses? I did not know. I had to study words, the power of words. How to destroy them, how to bind them, how to stop them. How to take ancient things that have been said over a person through the generations. How about if somebody said, oh, you're acting just like your father. Those are words of darkness. They have to be broken. So I had to understand how words control people. I have a lot of this on my spiritual kingdom uh, teaching about the power of word. So here I am, I'm trying to study ancient words and light. There was a truth that I didn't know. I had been living by darkness. I'll give you an example. When I first got started, I had propagated to my son that there was a Santa Claus, an Easter bunny, and a tooth fairy. As we all know, we do that. Well, I'm reading in the Bible, don't believe those vain imaginations. And I got a light turned on go, oh, I've been lying to my son. I was Santa Claus. I was the Easter Bunny. I was the Tooth Fairy. And I made him believe in those things and I was it. And I repented and I said, oh, please forgive me. I, I was a liar. And I was forced by my God to go get on my knees in front of my eight-year-old son and say, son, please forgive me. I am a liar and I have lied to you all your life. I told you there was a Santa Claus and there isn't. I was it. I told you there was an Easter bunny that brings these Easter baskets, and I brought them. I told you there was a tooth fairy. You put your tooth under the pillow and money comes. I did it. Please forgive me. On my hands, on my knees, in front of my eight-year-old child, <clears throat> light had come. 
I was pushing darkness out. I was clearing it out of my life. I was making amends with my child. So the darkness had no hold on me because the darkness will hold you in chains in your mind and between people. But I had to have one of those aha moments that I knew that I knew that light had to come in. And it had to say what I believed in, what I participated in, what I told my son was a lie, was dark light. Even the darkness has light. Okay? You go and look at uh, that great movie, The Lord of the Rings. You look at the first one when Gandalf's on the bridge and a bell rock. That demon's made of fire. It got light. Fire. It has a wicked heart. But it's got light. If you go on and you look at other ones, you'll see him fighting the eye of Sauron. The eye is full of fire and light. So dark words have power. Words are either light or darkness. Our soul lives in darkness. It lives by reason. It lives and is shaped by the five senses and experiences. My spirit, I just did this with a lady on the phone, needs a f Hebrews 4.12. The word light needs to come in like a saber, a sword, and cut, sever, between the soul and the spirit. Separate them. They've been married. They are one. And in order to help the little spirit grow and develop, and not be so influenced by the soul. The light of the word of truth, the ancient light, has to come in, separate. Now they're separated. Because this guy struggles to unlearn. And if you watch Neo, even though he was out of the matrix, he can't believe what he's being told doesn't even know what real is anymore. He is all messed up up here, even though he's out of the matrix. As long as he was in the matrix, he was sort of questioning, what is this thing? But he couldn't go any farther. And in the spirit, you saw Trinity go in there. And Neo, and even Morpheus, they're talking to him in his dreams. He's in the matrix. He does not know it. So Trinity and them go into the matrix. They communicate just like what we do, I do with discerning the spirits, which is I had to learn all the gifts of light. I'm able to move in the spirit, talk to people in the spirit, go into dreams, travel. I can go over and talk to the ISIS women who are in their black hijabs. I can talk to them in their dreams. I can go anywhere I need to go. They're here in my in the garden. Millions of people from China, their government leaders are here. The Middle East people who believe in Allah as God, I had to study that. I had to learn, is that a, a God of light, a God of darkness? Is that the God, the creator? Who is this dude? 
I had to study the relationship. Well, how do we get to Arabs? Well, they're Ishmael kids who were part of Abraham's seat. I had to study. I had to get some more light, ancient light. I had to go back and study ancient civilizations, the beginnings. Then I have to challenge what I'm being told in mental health. I, I have to read stories about healing. And then I listen to mental health. There's no cure. But I'm reading a story about somebody that lived in the tombs, butt naked, run around cutting himself up. And this wonderful, wonderful rabbi named Jesus Christ takes a boat, goes to this tomb. And this guy runs up and bows down, and it's really these spiritual strong men talking to him. Nobody knows how he got there or how long, but for that one man, this young rabbi went there. And these demons knew he had some power, but they didn't want to leave the territory. They'll leave the man. And they asked to go into some pigs. And he said, sure. Uh, the pigs were so smart. They didn't like these things. They ran off the cliff and died. Now that says the man got in his right mind. He had a legion of ancient things with ancient darkness in him. That made him run in the tombs, butt naked, cut himself, super powerful. He's not with his family. He might as well have been in the local state mental health state hospital. Because that's how bad he was. Now, the town and his family got used to him being out there. They didn't like it, but he's not with his family. He's not working. So these legion, which is two to 6,000, left him. And the disciples that were with him put some of their clothes on him. And he's in his right mind now. He says, please let me go with you. I'm, I, I love you so much. You, you, you brought some healing to me. I'm not this thing anymore. He says, no, no, you go back to your town, your family. You go tell them what great things I've done for you. Go back to work. Go back to being a productive citizen. Because the town got very afraid, because here's what happens. When you get used to people being bad, evil, wicked, mentally ill, substance abuse, we see it now in many of the cities, the homeless are on the streets. You just get used to it and comfortable. You walk around them, you don't interact, that's just the way it is. And if somebody comes along and they get healed, it frightens the city. And it took a while for the city to hear about this young rabbi, that they would believe in him, they would accept him. And he comes back again, the whole town believes in him. So I had to study healing, deliverance, casting out legions of things. I had to bring ancient light, this anointing, in my words. My words had to bind up this stuff, tell it where to go. I had to study hell. I had to study Satan, Lucifer, demonics, deliverance, healing. I had to get deep into ancient light. And I also had to know what the darkness was saying, just like in the Matrix. And 
I had to be able to talk to people. I, this was some of this was really funny, but I used I started off with hardcore multi generational Satanists, and I was talking to one high priest, and he was telling me about time and stuff like that. And I go, well, you know how time is divided, B.C. before Common Era and A.D. He knew that. I said, do you know what A.D. means? It means it starts at the time of Jesus Christ's birth. Because they didn't believe he was real. And then they would go, they would say, oh, well, you just got that from the Gregorian calendar. But then there's a Hebrew calendar. And then there's an Arab calendar. Which time are you using? And then I go, if you want to switch and believe in a different God besides this Satan that you're worshiping, but you believe Satan killed him on a cross and he's dead and he has no power, why does your boss, Satan, get so mad if you decide to follow a dead man with no power? You would think he'd laugh at you and think you were nuts. Go try out serving this dead guy that got no power. Go off. You will find out he ain't there. He's dead. He doesn't love you. Got no power. And you'll come back to me. Go find out for yourself. But that's not what happens. We see it if you decide to leave the Muslim and become anything else. We see it if you try to go and leave Buddhism or Hindu. What is going on if this guy doesn't have any power? Ancient light has to come through words and definitions. You need teachers in your life. You need mentors. You need to be discipled. You need to be in studies. You need to be reading books. You need to be sitting under people that are educated. How many of you have read and watched the book of Enoch or read the Gnostic Gospels? Or studied the Shroud of Turin, or studied the underworld. Watch the gods of Egypt with Gerald Butler. How many of you have studied Hitler and Nazism and the occult? How many of you have studied ancient cuneiform, ancient civilizations, Persia, the Alexander the Great, Rome? You haven't you ain't looking and until you have a seeking heart and want to know the light is here it's in movies and histories and books enough people they can help you but until then you're just the multitudes I have I'm trying to get up a lot of audiobooks about the multitudes because we can't tell you directly because you're not looking you just want to be entertained you don't want to look for the spiritual story that's in the fairy tale, the Aesop's fable, Sinbad and the sailor. There's all stories in there. God is working. He is sending his message, his ancient light. It's always shining. Now, it may be covered up, 
until you're ready to see it. Some people, it takes a serious medical condition before they get the aha moments. Some don't get it till their deathbeds. Some get it after studying, seeking, just like Neo. Neo was all compelled. What is this matrix? And Trinity said, it's the question that was driving Neo. What is the matrix? Do you have a question? Who am I? Am I a who? Am I a what? What am I doing here? Is what I believe in the truth? Is it ancient light? Is it darkness? Have I been lied to? Why do sports more important to me than human rights and freedom? Why don't I care about the homeless in the cities? Why don't I care about child abuse? Until you start seeking, asking deep questions. And then you have to come to somebody. It's what I did with this big leader in China. I told him he was dead to this agape love. His heart was evil and wicked. The only thing that would fix that would to be reconnected, reborn to agape love. And then sit under and learn. Because some of us, we got some anointing, and we can take them out if we need to. If we're given the word, we speak a prayer, done. If I need to send an angel to take care of somebody in a dream, it's done. If I need to bind up some stuff, send some strong men to a pit somewhere, I can do that. You will learn about me. There's a great story called 72 Virgins. It's on the website. And the story is I had to study death and hell. Because I had a young, the Sennire brothers from the Boston bombing. We know the older brother died and the younger one is uh, was captured and he's in prison and they're due to probably give him the death sentence. Well, this was several years ago, maybe a little while after it happened, the young one came to me in the spirit. I'm outside gardening, minding my own business. He asked me if his brother, they're both Muslim, Islamic, was in paradise with his 72 virgins. I said, no, sweetie, he's not. But I know where he's at. He was in hell. I said, would you like to go visit him? Now, if I hadn't studied this ancient light called hell, read a book by Bill Wearsby about his 23 minutes in hell, listened to other people who had died, and gone to heaven or were atheists and started going to hell and got saved. I wouldn't believe that I could go there. But I knew this young rabbi at the time of his death on the cross. His spirit went into hell. He went and preached to the captives before the flood back to Adam and Eve and Noah and all them and said, do you believe in me? Let's go. I've got the keys. I'm unlocking you. We're all going on up. So I knew he went. So I told this young Sonari brother, it's on there, called let's go find him. So we went to hell spiritually. I'm outside watering my garden in the natural. Ancient lights at work. We find him in hell. It is not pretty. I'm able because I have an anointing. I have the keys that was given to me of hell, death, and the grave. 
I stop the flames. I stop the torture. I send in angels to bring some water and some gifts. Gift of life. So we bring it to his young brother. He drinks. He says, Would you accept this gift of love from this hand you don't know? He said, yes. He got saved. Born again. Right there in hell. He said, okay, see that way over there? That highway of holiness. It's opened up. You can go on up. You won't. And he asked me, will I get my 72 virgin? I go, no, sweetie. But you will be a virgin yourself. And his younger brother wanted to go and see this throne in this place that they call paradise. And so he went with his brother. And he learned his brother is going to be up there. Gonna see him later. Now, where did I get all that power? I had to study anointing ancient light. So I told the young Sanaya brother, hey, you're never gonna leave prison, probably gonna die, but you move in the spirit. And you can go tell people what you have seen and learn about your brother. So what do you think he's doing, even though he's physically locked up? The spirit is free to go, and it is working out there in the Muslim world a lot of the ISIS people. I'm going after the Boko Haram, the Taliban. I'm going after the ISIS, the guys that are just so hateful. Okay? I'm going after the females, the families. You don't leave them alone in that mess. Now, I'm not going to travel physically. I'm going by ancient light. So I had to study how to help people in this realm. In other ways, I had to learn to bring them into my home. I got millions of the ISIS people right here that their physical bodies are over in the Middle East. The ladies are here with their children, the ISIS guys, the Taliban, Boko Haram, the bad dudes. I'm talking to their spirits. I'm bringing ancient light to them. Now, sometimes they have to make several trips because this is hard stuff. It's like Neo. I don't know. But that love, the anointing, that God be the one to draw through dreams and vision. I had to study dreams. I had to know about the light of visions and trances and multiple personalities. I had, to, I had to learn about the gifts of the Spirit that I had to move in. Just to help people. I studied more still in than I ever did for mental health. So I wanted to bring this to you. That this were in the basic course, the different topics. I'd read six books at one time. I read some of the hardest stuff. I had to read about Satanism. Severe child abuse, trauma, multiple personalities. I had to learn about classes, learning how to throw spells, learning to move in the spirit, learning the gifts. I had to have lots of light. And it's overwhelming. Neil shows you that. So this class, I think it's class three in ancient history. It's about this ancient light you must get. And it's, I went by topics. 
I'd study one topic or two or three topics at one time. Read the books, looked them up, read more books, watched YouTube videos. If somebody was coming into town, I was free to go to a church. I studied, read, studied, read, made notes, looked up the words. Because I was going to be moving in a world I knew very little about. So, you too. If you're going to help people from a spiritual context, you must know about ancient light versus ancient darkness, which is light, which is ignorance. You must learn about the age of reasoning. You must learn about concepts, precepts, ideas, philosophies. You must study the ancient Greeks of what they believed. You must look up words. You must understand our governments. You must understand the nature of the soul and the spirit when we're born out of the womb. You must understand the Father of lies and how he's working and his kingdom of darkness. And you have to understand the other kingdom of light. So you have a lot of work to do. Yes? Okay. I just had a request from somebody that a lot of these people would like, they know they're hurting and they want some of that darkness taken out. So I'm going to take care of that right here. And if you're watching this when you say it, if you want some darkness, some dark words, some ick to leave, some of these strong men, and some light of love and peace and joy that you've never known to come in. You just say, I want it to. Father of lights, you who love these people, humanity so much, you gave everything you had to give them everything you are. Father, they've lived in a world of darkness and ignorance in their spirits. They've been tied in oppression and a bondage by things that they do not know. Cut the chains. Destroy the words. Bring ancient light of agape love. Forgiveness into their spirits. Plant your flag of agape love of the kingdom of heaven in their hearts. Let them feel the peace and the love and the joy they've never felt before. Take them to your throne room and I, Father, introduce them to you. Those that are here from out of the Middle East that are from out of China, out of Afghanistan, out of Syria, out of Turkey. Father, they are yours. You paid a price for them. They are your inheritance. Enjoy them, Father, for they have come seeking ancient light. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah.